so no one's going to uh, eat 8,600 soy burgers, uh, uh, pounds and pounds of tofu, and thousands of drinks of soy milk. Um, I, I do know of one case in the medical literature where a guy was drinking like uh, a couple gallons of soy milk a day, and yeah, he, he, he developed some estrogen dominance uh, symptoms. So soy's not the problem. <laughs> the problem is coming from the alcohol. Let's, let's go further. Yep, I mentioned during the Super Bowl, all the commercials are going to be promoting the favorite beers, the favorite brands, and guys are going to be eating a bunch of chicken wings. They're going to be eating a bunch of pizza loaded with estrogen because of the cheese. All these guys sitting on the couch are becoming more feminized. I guess they'll just have to have a sex change and or just don't even have to wait for a sex change. They're just going to become sexually females. Again, I, this is not a criticism on uh, transgender, uh, homosexuality, none of that. I'm just saying that men who want to be men and look like men, uh, including The Rock, by the way, who's overdoing his testosterone amount, had to have gynecomastia breast surgery. Are you aware of that? That's all coming from his excess meat intake and excessive use of testosterone. You've got to know what herbs modify and clear this out. The cruciferous vegetables are excellent to overcoming estrogen dominance. That's why our best-selling products are focused uh, essentially around estroblock, estro estro uh, DHT block, helping to not block, but to help to metabolize and clear out these harmful estrogen metabolites. So, um, Okay, let's. This part's going to be pretty shocking to you, so so let's uh, let, let's jump into to this subject here right now. Okay, Are you ready? Why do alcoholic men develop man boobs and other feminine traits? Well, we know estrogens produce feminization, and our liver clears estrogens from the body, and so the original theory was alcohol-induced liver damage leading to the retention of excess estrogens. Uh, the problem was that when they measured estrogen levels, they were not elevated, and even those with cirrhosis of the liver appeared to clear estrogens from the body normally. And uh, also men's testicles started shrinking even before serious liver disease developed. So alternative explanations were considered. Uh, well, if it's not due to estrogens produced endogenously, meaning within the body, maybe alcoholics are being exposed to exogenous estrogenic substances from dietary sources, maybe from phytoestrogens in the plants that alcoholic beverages are made from. The so, so it's interesting that people are searching for why is alcohol and beer causing feminization? Why is it increasing estrogen levels so high that the guys are developing man boobs by being a man's man and drinking that glass of beer, whether it be Coors or Bud Light? doesn't matter if it's light or not. The alcohol. And uh, every can of beer is like a glass of wine. A glass of wine has an ounce of alcohol. A can of beer has an ounce of alcohol. And an ounce of vodka has uh, has one ounce of alcohol. So it, it's how you drink the drink. So even these man's mans, uh, Conor uh, McGregor, uh, that I went to his fight the other day, and uh, you know the other guy uh, uh, talking about how he's on a, a meat-based diet. You know, it's no wonder that uh, so many people have these toxic exposures. But now let's get to the understanding of what is it about the 
the, the food itself. What is it about the alcohol itself that's causing the problem? And they're trying to tease out, is it because the beer is made from hops and it comes from plants? Let's take a look. Discovery that plants could contain hormonal compounds was made back in 1951 by two Australian chemists charged with finding out the cause of an epidemic of infertility in sheep that was ravaging their nation's wool industry. It took them 10 years, but they finally figured out the cause. A compound present in a type of clover called genistein, the same phytoestrogen found in soybeans. Online, you can read about the dreaded clover disease on scaremongering websites, but you'll note they never talk about the difference in dose. To get as much as the sheep were getting from clover, you'd have to drink more than 1,000 cartons of soy milk a day, 8,000 soy burgers, or about 800 pounds of tofu a day. Now, this is not to say... Huh. Okay, so no one's going to uh, eat 8,600 soy burgers, uh, uh, pounds and pounds of tofu and thousands of drinks of soy milk. Um, I, I do know of one case in the medical literature where a guy was drinking like um, a couple gallons of soy milk a day, and yeah, he, he, he developed some estrogen dominance uh, symptoms. So soy is not the problem. It, it, the problem is coming from the alcohol. Let's, let's go further, exploring the soy food controversy. Let's say you can't overdo it. There are two case reports in the medical literature on feminizing effects associated with eating as few as 14 to 20 servings of soy foods a day. Uh, but at reasonable doses, or even considerably higher than the one or two servings a day Asian men eat, soy phytoestrogens do not exert feminizing effects on men. Okay, so he made it very clear, the medical literature doing a worldwide search, that you'd have to have over 14 servings of soy foods, and Asian men tend to eat more soy than other uh, nationalities. They measured their sperm count, they measured other parameters, and there was no feminizing side effects uh, unless they use some kind of an excessive amount uh, of soy. So isoflavonoids are actually uh, somewhat beneficial uh, in reasonable, small um, dosages the way you would normally eat the, these foods. So uh, let, let's, let's go further. So anyways, back in 1951, we realized plant compounds could be estrogenic. Aha! Two German researchers realized maybe that's why women who handle hops start menstruating. And indeed, they found estrogenic activity in hops, uh, which is the bittering agent used to make beer. They found trace amounts of the soy phytoestrogens, but in such tiny quantities that beer would not be expected to have an estrogenic effect. But then, in 1999, a potent phytoestrogen called 8-prenyl naringenin was discovered in hops. In fact, the most potent phytoestrogen found to date, 50 times more potent than the genistein in soy, an obvious explanation for the menstrual disturbances in female hop workers in the past. Now uh, that we have machines to pick our hops, our only exposure is likely via beer consumption. But you know, the levels in beer were found to be so low they shouldn't cause any concern. But then in 2001... Okay, so what he's saying is that the, the, the hops, um, when they were exposed, the plant workers and, and their skin, I guess absorption and so forth, uh, they had some exposure. So, but it, it, the amount in, in the, the beer was not associated with the hops, the, the principal ingredient, this um, long spelled out word, prenolonar and genin. So let's, let's see what he has to say um, uh, to, to, to complete uh, this discussion. 
study on a hops-containing dietary supplement for quote-unquote breast enhancement raised the concern that another phytoestrogen hops called isoxanthohumol might be biotransformed by our liver into the more potent 8PN. Okay, so he brought up something that uh, I get asked by females, hey, I would like to have my breasts enlarged, and uh, there are ways to concentrate uh, certain plant uh, materials, because really hormones are derived from plants, but they have to be synthesized and concentrated to have an effect. When consumed in the normal diet, uh, they, they won't have an effect. Uh, so if women think just by drinking more beer, they're going to have bigger uh, boobs, actually, let me think about that. Well, let's go to the reason about the alcohol here. Let's, let's see. Uh, which would greatly augment the estrogenic effect of hops. Uh, but this was a study done on mice. Thankfully, a study using human estrogen receptors found no such liver transformation, and so all seemed fine until 2005. See, uh, the liver is not the only transformation site inside the human body. The human colon contains trillions of microorganisms with enormous metabolic potential, it's like a whole separate organ within our body, with a hundred livers worth of metabolizing power. So let's effectively mix some beer with some poop and see what happens. And indeed, up to a 90% conversion was achieved. Up until then, the concentration of 8PN in beer was considered too low to affect human health. However, these results show that the activity of the intestinal microbial community could more than tenfold increase the exposure concentration. This can explain why you can uh, detect 8PN in the urine of beer drinkers for days, because their gut bacteria keep churning it out. Obviously, the amount of straight 8PN in beer is not the only source of estrogen effects given this conversion. So a decade ago, the question remained, might drinking too much beer cause estrogenic effects in feminized men? I'll give you the 10-year update in my next video. All right, so the beer itself has been now accused as, uh, with its toxic ingredients, to cause this uh, xenoestrogen effect. Uh, it, it's important to understand that uh, we, we, we need to, to be able to restrict the excess estrogen dominance. We need to move further away from dairy product uh, when we now need to know to, we, we must avoid alcohol and its related beverages because of these concentrated chemicals in the alcohol and its related condition. Now let's go on to the next uh, area because I think you're going to find this uh, pretty fascinating about the dairy estrogen and male fertility. We talked about it briefly earlier, but let's go into it more.